Timothy Geithner, who was the president of the New York Fed at the time, had put some things into place, and this could have been avoided, but they they chose not to. Okay, and th up until that moment, they were trying to make deals right. My Barclays buy this, you know, and they, you know, it all fell apart due to the Reagans. And in New York, that was just. Now for me, that was criminal. That was not right-minded. Okay, and so the crash happened, and you know my husband's gone down into a spiral, and he's watching it, you know, literally melt overnight, and it just kept going down and down. We're afraid, you know, we're watching it all disappear, and I'm like, no, these are opportunities. It's time buy some more and, and it, you know he was frozen like a deer in the headlights so you know uh, God bless him at the time you know the president of GE stepped up to the window on March 6 I believe it was maybe March 9 and uh, started buying short-term paper which uh, the debt window had frozen Nothing was moving, and that's really bad. But he stepped up to the window and started buying, and it unfroze everything. And throughout it all, I was watching Larry Kudlow, because he was so awesome. He was like, these are just mustard seeds. These are mustard seeds, and they're growing, and it's going to be fine, you know. And he was such a lovely guy, really you know, love Larry Cutlow, and he's, he's really a, a level-headed man, and, um, so, okay, so I'm, I'm determined, I'll use what we do have and make it grow, and, you know, then he'll feel better, and, we'll, you know, it'll be fine, you know, I'm still bowing to him, and I'm trading, and it's going along, it's going great, you know, and um, I'm watching the count. I'm doing the count because that's what I did, and it was always works, right? Always works. Doing technical analysis, the golden mean, you know, and I had determined, okay, there's, you know, in this big way that began with Lehman's collapse, and that was wave one down, and this was wave two up. And this is wave three down. And this is wave four sideways, and now we're going to have one more push down. That didn't happen, and I just couldn't believe that. Now I had no ideas about these laws, you know, but I believed in the golden man, and that can't happen. You know, somebody's fucking with shit. <laughs> And then I'm getting into, I'm gonna, like a dog with a bone, you know, and I, things were getting worse, and of course this is all built up from, you know, my entire life, and, um, it just got worse, and worse, and worse, even as things at work got better, and better, and better, things at home got worse, and worse, and the fear was growing, you know, but I made a, a, you know, th this mistake 
Only I was like, no, that's not a mistake. Somebody's fucking with the markets. And you can't do that because the markets are bigger than everybody else. You can't manipulate the markets. You can't control the markets. Nobody can do that. You know? And they're starting to change the definitions that we're, we were going by. You know? And I would, you know, I'm writing a market analysis. And it's bitch, 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 bitch. No, and you know, I only got worse and bled into my work at the hospital, bled into my home, you know, and it really it was coming from my home. I just didn't realize that then. It was coming from myself. And nothing was working and everything was getting worse and everybody was misunderstanding me and it didn't matter what came out of my mouth, you know, they would take it the opposite. And I'm like, how do you get upset with somebody who's saying thank you in a letter? That's not sarcastic. That's you being sarcastic when you read it. Now you wrote it that way. <laughs> what? You know, and this was just crazy talk in, in my mind. So it was only getting worse. And, you know, I was went to bed crying. You know, why? Is it like this? What do they know that I don't know? You know, and I I really wanted to know what are these government officials, you know, these heads of government, these regulators. Because throughout it all I had noticed, you know, other things building up, such as Timothy Geithner, who could have saved us, didn't, and then he became Treasury Secretary for President Obama and he was announced basically in the middle of the night as if Obama was ashamed of him being his Treasury Secretary but he, he owed the dude you know what I mean <laughs> and um, it's like what you know what is that How, what is kind of treatment is that you know this is your Treasury Secretary you know, I mean granted I don't like Geithner but he deserved better than that he's your Treasury Secretary you know and so these kind of things I was noticing and it's getting worse and you know, and then it culminated in me being fired. And um, that was a big blow. That was a big blow. Yeah. And I went home crying and, you know, telling myself as I fell asleep, you know, why can't I just be like Jesus? You know, the fishes in the loose and they just keep growing. Why can't I be like that? No. The next morning, I was awoken with this huge, loud, extremely loud voice, and it shook the whole house. And it was, you are Jesus. Get up. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? What is going on? And I ran out because I figured, I thought the whole house shook, and this booming voice, you know, you are Jesus. So I ran out, my husband was asleep, dog's asleep, you know, I'm like, there's no way they didn't hear, I heard this shit this whole place, what the hell, you know, <laughs> what does that mean, you know, what does that mean, you know, and I started digging, and I had already been digging into the Bible, I had bought a couple of different other versions that, you know, 
reading them, looking at the words, and um, I was like, a dog with a bone again. <laughs> I know the answer's in here, you know, with the Bible. I know the answer is in there. I don't know what the answer is, but I know it's there. <laughs> so, I um, stumbled on LOA and the secret and the conscious manifestation, but when I went and looked at my bookcase later, I uh, saw the Dr. Dwyer book that I had read a long time ago when I had kids, but I didn't read it very well, and I was busy with children. You know, I didn't give it my full attention. And my daughter had given me the book, The Secret, and I read it, but it was like, something's missing here. They keep saying this, you know, but there's, something's missing. You know, there's something missing. You know, and so I started digging into all these different stories, okay, as well as different uh, teachers, these mystic teachers. And when I say, you know, like a dog with a bone, I mean, I'm reading voraciously now, you know, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. You know, I'm reading them all, and I'm, you would be surprised at all the stories that I read, and you know, all the different teachers, and, you know, you come to realize, you know, there's something to this, you know, but I was really, you know, getting upset because I had, uh, basically when I was uh, on the ins and outs with my ex-boss when I was still working there, I had gone to the Kabbalah site and gotten the uh, 72 names of God. And being the typical human, <laughs> I figured, well, I'll just concentrate on all 72. You know, and can only make me better, right? You know, and I did for a whole year. Each one. And I listened to Anna Bacoa. I just think that's the most beautiful song. And that is a prayer. You know, a very powerful prayer. And so unbeknownst to me at the time, you know, I was being led to this. And I finally uh, was just tired of walking on eggshells all the time at work. So I was like, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I remember saying, you know, oh, well, whatever will happen. Well. You know, and then two weeks later, I was fired. You know, so uh, I was the only one bringing in money at the time, you know, and I was just, I didn't, I was like a deer in the headlights. I didn't know what to do. You know, and here I am in my 50s, and everybody's saying you can't get a job when you're that old. Nobody wants you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm listening to this crap. Uh, I'm not getting a nickel. I'm not getting a nickel, nothing. You know, and... I'm thinking, well, it must be true, you know, blah, 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 you know, and it was just getting worse, and then this happened, and I was getting very frustrated, you know, and I had stopped doing the prayers, the 72 names of God, and the Anabakoa, 
there must be another way, right? So um, I had stumbled on Never Gone. And I was like, oh, wow. Here I go, Never Goddard, Murphy, and I start, you know, going back. And then I remember Jonathan Livingston Stevo. So it's, you know, uh, I'm looking at Bach, I'm looking at, you know, uh, Carlos Castaneda, I'm looking at Manly P. Hall, you know, I'm reading all these. And then uh, Murphy, and that led to Quimby and Troward and, you know, Fox. And Scoville, Shin, and you know, it was just amazing and how this had been told over and over again. You know, and I thought Neville Goddard gave me the biggest nugget because as it pertains to my life, that there is no fiction. Suddenly, I could see it all, you know, I could see life everywhere. I could see God. I could see what was meant. And, you know, everything here is a simple, it's a manifestation. Okay? Of God. And it, it was just, you know, wow. Wow. I can see it. You know, and so I had an open mind and I had tested uh, the latter exercise, basically, but I didn't do it like you said. <laughs> I went out and hugged my rain barrels and said, you know, thank you for my full rain barrel. And within three days, we had a little flash storm that came up and filled it up. You know, and I was like, wow, that's great. And so things where I would just, you know, Thank you very much for the cool, cool air. You know, within a week we'd have a cool front, or, you know, drier air coming through or something. And, you know, and I'm realizing, looking back on my life, you know, it's like when I, at the baseball game, you know, and it was raining cats and dogs, and, and I said, thank you for moving the energy around so we can have this beautiful day and the sun shining on the field. You know, that's that's how I did. You know, and oh my God, you know, and it's just, you start realizing how much. And so you really start trying to apply these things in your life, consciously. But then you take it too far. You know, we all do. And what I discovered was the things that I used to do didn't work anymore. Because I had risen in consciousness. And... That's why everything went crazy, you know, and that it was time to just hold on to God and straighten out because this is humanity receiving the promise. That's what's going on right now. It's already been done, and those who are left are being shook up and saying, Come on, come on, it's time to come on, you know. So it's those people who, who have always held on to God and that are listening and they're the ones bringing the message home you know and everyone knows about vision boarding I mean it's you know everybody knows about this stuff but they don't look at it properly miracles are being made for you simply because you think you know 
it's just a movement of mind, as Neville Goddard would say. And, you know, that it was just a whole other world for me. But I was determined I was going to move forward. You know, and that nothing was going to stop me. And so pretty much all the layers peeled them off. And you get to the last one. And I think this is the one we all battle to an extent. Those of us who have just been living it, you know, and didn't know all this was going on underneath. And then it, that comes bubbling up. And then you're made aware this is what's going on underneath. You know, and for me, I was like, holy cow, we have two generations of people who've been consciously manifesting, who are rising in consciousness, and, and it's going to stop working. You know, and then you see, uh, you know, two generations of people who've been consciously manifesting that are getting upset with everyone because they think you're all toy soldiers because, yeah, as I went into this, digging in like a dog with a bone, you know, almost every teacher, well, we won't even call them that, every guru, every coach, uh, who professed to help others learn how to do this, would say, well, they're just stuffed animals. Don't, no, they're just stuffed animals. Oh, that's just a stuffed animal bringing me money, uh-huh. That's just a stuffed animal bringing you food. That's a person. It doesn't matter with you. You know, and so I'm, I'm getting off on this. And who gets certified in this stuff? We all think nobody gets certified in this stuff. What are you talking about, you know? And, <laughs> you know, you just, you become aware and then you learn. You know, and everybody has to do it their own way. You don't get certified in this stuff. Who's certifying you? Huh? Huh? <laughs> so it was, um, you know, things like that. And, you know, all my life people would laugh at me because of drug tests. And, you know, well, don't worry about it, really. I said, I'm not worried about it. It's just upsetting that they think they can take something out of my body and use it against me. You know, it's for the insurance companies. I don't care who it's for. You know, they want to take something out of my body and see if they can use it against me. I think that's bullshit. That's what I think. I think it ain't none of your business. That's what I think. You know, it, I haven't even gotten on the job site yet for you to assume that I'm going to be drugged or alcohol. You know, no. If I'm having poor work for performance, it's still none of your business. Just deal with the performance. Sorry, you're drunk all the time at work. You're going to have to go. Hello. You know, it was just crazy. <laughs> it was things like that. You know, so it's, um, this, and, and I saw so many of them, they've been trying to get special persons and you have to deal with the affairs of your heart now. It's one thing to get stuff, you know, you, but you can't get people like that if you've been told to look at them as, you know, stuffed animals, tin soldiers, nothing for you to worry about, you know, no, that, that's not it. You, you have to love them. They're your team. Okay? You have to love them. Love them back into 
existence left them back into life. It, you know, and it's, and it's time to leave. So all these people have been doing all this stuff, and they rose in consciousness unknowingly, just like I did. You know, and it's a, you don't realize what's happening. You've risen in consciousness. It's it's already happened. That's why you see all this angst. All of humanity has risen, has already risen in consciousness. And so now they just have to learn how to deal. And I have to say that for myself, I cannot thank my patrons enough because the big evil really is uh, making money your god, which is what we've basically done. You know, when they monetize the debt and they monetize the internet, and it's how are you going to make money out? You know, who cares? You know, people are enjoying it. Well, we'll figure out a way. It's all good. <laughs> but now they, they're worried about it, and then they made a plan on how to do it, and now it's all blowing up in their face. Yeah, but we just pray for them. Yeah, we, it's all good. And uh, we all made each other, so we're a team. And just like you are on any other team, you're going to believe that everybody else on your team's the best. Okay? Because we're one great big unit and we're the best. We're always paying attention. We're always doing good. And the other team's the best because what good is playing the game if you're smashing everybody? <laughs> that ain't no fun. Okay? It's fun when it's a close game and everybody's enjoyed themselves. Okay? And the, all that happened was time ran out. And everybody admires and respects each other. So I hope this helped. You know, it's, it's so if things are all crazy in your life and, you know, they were going great and then suddenly they started going crazy and you can't seem to get the techniques or anything else to work. It's because you've risen in consciousness. You need to put those away. Okay? And you need to um, just... Love, love yourself. Admire and respect yourself. Okay? You don't go around begging for people's attention. You don't go around begging for any kind of attention at all. They want your attention. Okay? You only give your attention to the things that are good, that are right. And you be, as the Bible tells us, righteously passionate about it. Okay? No, nobody, nobody thinks like that, my God. That is wrong-headed thinking. I don't think so. Raise, raise, raise. Nobody thinks like that. Nobody gets to show that to me. That's not right expression. That is not right-headed thinking. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you for being here.